Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. Thank you for being with us. We are in the book of 1 Kings. And man, the story is just getting convoluted in every possible way. We're in 1 Kings 16, and things are starting to unravel in both kingdoms. Now, Judah seems to be hanging on a little bit better now than Israel. Remember what's happened. Solomon has died. On his deathbed, because of the way he lived, God said, here's the deal. I am not going to continue to bless Israel as a whole because of your sin and what you've done. So not long after that, the, the kingdom divided into two regions. You had Judah, and then you had Israel. And what is happening now in the book of 1 Kings is the, the writers chronicling uh, what's happened in both areas. So at times it jumps back and forth. For example, you'll have one section talking about Judah. And then the next section talking about Israel. Then you'll have a section talking about Israel, then talking about Judah. And usually what happens is the kingdom that's the most stable becomes sort of the benchmark. And that's the situation here. So let's pick it up in verse 8 and see what's going on. Now, in the 26th year of Asa, king of Judah, okay, so that's the benchmark. Asa was a good king. Remember, Asa was the guy who showed up and said, all these guys before me have done it wrong in Judah. I'm not going to do it wrong. I'm going to stand up for what's right. I'm going to put God number one. I'm not going to have other idols and other gods. We're not going to worship anything equal to God. We're not going to confuse ourselves. It is God who brought us here. It is God who sustained us. It is God who's encouraged us. It is God who's placed me on this throne. And I'm not going to confuse the issue. Now, I want to ask you something. That's a great point to think about, isn't it? Uh, are you there? Are you there in your heart, in your life right now? Are you in the spot where you're saying, hey, I remember where I was before the Lord. I remember when God changed my life. I remember when God protected me as I've grown through this season of life and that season of life and the next season of life. I remember that. So there's no confusion in my heart and mind. God is the one I honor. God is the one I serve. And so this is who Asa is. Perfect? No. Did he do some things wrong? Absolutely, because he's human. But his heart was bent toward the Lord. So, in the 26th year of King Asa, king of Judah, Elah, the son of Baasha, began to reign over Israel and Terzah. Now, Israel's the other kingdom, right? And he reigned two years, not 26, like Asa was in, two years. Listen to what happened. But his servant, Zemiri, commander of half his chariots, conspired against him. Treachery in the house. One of the ways you can tell if a king isn't leading right in Israel is treachery begins to develop in the house. Now, that can happen if you lead well. That can happen if you do everything right. But oftentimes, as we look at kings, when you see treachery inside, it's because the king isn't living right, isn't doing right in the eyes of God. So, but his servant Zemiri, commander of half his chariot, so roughly half of his army, conspired against him. Now, when he was at Terzah, drinking himself drunk in the house of Azra, or Arza, who was over the household of Terza. So here's what's happened. Um, the, the king at the time, right, uh, uh, Elah, goes down to Terza and begins to drink. And he begins to drink and he gets drunk. He's drinking himself drunk. So he's having a party. <laughs> and that's basically what he's doing. And so he's having a party and this is what happens. Zemiri came in and struck him down and killed him in the 27th year of King Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his place. 
So as Asa in one kingdom is living life large and having peace and having calm because he's honoring the Lord, over here, right, over here uh, in Israel, you know, Asa was in Judah, over here in Israel, they're killing each other. <laughs> they're killing people they should be aligned with, right? Here's Zemiri who has given half the army to command. What an incredible honor. Rather than being thankful, he kills his boss. The first chance he gets. What does that say to us about his boss? His boss wasn't honoring the Lord. Didn't walk with integrity. Maybe didn't walk with clean purpose. And because he was out partying when he should have been at home taking care of business of the kingdom, right? He gets killed. He dies. There's a clear consequence for not keeping your eye on the ball. Here's a guy who's not honoring the Lord who's not honoring his job, right? And has taken life for granted and he had to pay for it. So when I want to ask you a question. I, again, I'm just asking the question. <laughs> now you can ignore me if you want to, but I'm just asking you the question. Are you, are you taking your life seriously? Not yourself serious. Goodness, laugh at yourself. <laughs> I laugh at me all the time. I hope you do too. But take your calling serious. Are you taking your commitment to Christ serious? Are you keeping your eye on the ball? with your family, with your work, with your friends, with your health, with your life. Because there are people around you, no matter how well you're doing, there are people around you that might want to see you fall. They might want your destruction. They might want to turn you in. They might want to get that promotion ahead of you. There really could be. So keep your eye on the ball. Keep God number one, right? And take your mission, your purpose seriously. Not yourself. Have fun. But keep your eye on the ball. So here's what happened after that. So um, uh, he struck down, the king is struck down in his place, right there in Tirzah. And here's what we see. Now, when he began to reign, as soon as he seated himself on his throne, he struck down all the house of Basha. Now, where does that come from? Back in verse seven, that was last episode. The Lord said to Basha, said, look, because you've sinned and you've caused my people to sin, I'm going to wipe your entire household out. Now, it didn't happen right then. It happened, as you can see, a little bit later, several years later on, right? What, two years later on, three years later on is when it happened. But why did they incur that judgment from the Lord? Because they built false idols. They built idols to worship rather than the true and living God. So he did not leave a single male servant or his relatives or his friends. The Samir destroyed the house of Basha according to the word of the Lord, which he's supposed to get Basha by Jehu, who is a prophet, for all the sins that Basha and the sins of Elah, his son, um, which they had sinned and which they had made Israel to sin, talking about worshiping false idols. There will not, listen, God will move swiftly when you begin to worship something other than himself in spirit and in truth. If you want to see God's judgment in the now, violate that principle. Everywhere you turn in the Old Testament, this is what moves God into your life in the judgment mode faster than anything. Then it goes on, it says, because of it, they were provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Elah um, and, and all that he did are written in the book of Chronicles and the Kings. So I pray for you today that you're keeping God number one, that you're taking your calling in life serious, your purpose in life serious, and that you're keeping your eye on the ball. You're not letting pleasure and fun and distractions deter you from the most important calling of your life. God's blessings on you. Man, when you do that, you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey. I promise you, you will. 
Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today. Now be this as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Blessings on you. See you here next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.